Hi there, welcome to the Think Bite Size series. The fact that you've tuned in tells me that you're in search for inspiration and put simply, these episodes offer you an injection of inspiration in less than 10 minutes. Whether it's a Monday morning and you're looking for something to help kickstart your week, or maybe it's a midweek Wednesday and you need something to help push you towards the weekend, we've got you covered. Here's how it works. I've went through each episode of the main series with a fine tooth comb and picked out what I feel are the most poignant and inspirational moments. Now, of course, if after listening, you'd like to hear more, you can listen to the full episode using the link in the show notes. All that's left for me to say is a thank you for tuning in and it would be great if you could be such a kind soul that would like, share, comment across all of our social media accounts or give us a follow as well, as well as leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening on right now. All of your support is greatly appreciated. It was just obvious to me that I had to be unique in my skill level, in my mindset, in my toughness, which I think encompasses a lot of different areas, which we can get into. Um, And just, you know, my ability to compete. I feel like I developed a very, very unique ability to compete at an ultra high level in attempting to accomplish my goals. So, you know, long story short, went to high school in Utah, you know, was consistently seeking out competition. I mean, like, that's all I did. Where are college guys playing? Where can I go play with, you know, real basketball players? Where can I find guys that have played at a high level and and just consistently seeking that out, but never just to do it, but wanting to, to dominate it and be the best at it and, and do it at a very high level. And I just relentlessly seek that out, you know, really my entire youth. What that eventually led to was me being a college basketball player and getting a college scholarship at Montana State, you know, University of Northern, which was for me a great accomplishment. I think it was because I was so interested in excellence that that became my mindset. Um, a big uh, part of how I think about sport, I think it is, is through the lens of Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was a huge influence for me growing up. And now, now obviously, uh, you know, getting back to the, the earlier part, uh, physically and, and all that, I was never going to be Michael Jordan, but I felt like I had the exact same mindset because I trained myself to, and I wanted to, and I felt like I competed like that. And so I've had this conversation with my family a million times. Like, where did that come from? It, Cause it wasn't from them. And it certainly wasn't from my environment because, you know, I didn't grow up in an elite athletic environment. I didn't grow up in an elite athletic community. Um, but I was never okay with just being there. I always wanted to be great. I always wanted to be excellent at what I did. Um, and so, you know, I think it was just my curiosity in excellence and where I was seeking out my examples. And I guess in some way or at some time that just kind of transferred into how I felt about, about competing and about what I wanted for myself. I don't care what level you're at you know, we all view setbacks differently, you know, for Olivia, you know, it may be playing in a youth game and not scoring a goal, you know, and, and that's, you know, she didn't live up to somebody's expectation in that moment. You know, for me, it was, you know, kind of constantly being told that I was younger, like, I don't know, you're not very big. You may not be good enough. You're not a big athletic guy, you know? And so I, I just, I, again, I, I go back to the relentless mindset 
somebody who's truly relentless in trying to accomplish something great. I just think, you know, all obstacles are is just, it's just something there. I never viewed obstacles as something that was going to stop me. And I know that we don't ever view an obstacle as something that's going to stop live. It's just part of the process. If you think you're going to, you know, climb a mountain to be excellent at something and you're going to just, you know, go like a straight 45 degrees up, you're not silly. That's silly. You know, I think that if you're not smart enough to go into your journey of excellence, recognizing and understanding that obstacles are just going to be part of it. And if you want something badly enough, then you just get past it, period. And I think for me as an athlete, you know, I had a, I had a million obstacles. You know, again, I just go back to, you know, the whole six foot white guy thing in, in basketball in America. You're, you're, you're not in a strong position. Trust me. Nobody looks at you like a basketball player, you know? And so it was constantly having to prove to people I was better than what they thought when I walked in the door. I spent my life like that, you know? Um, and for live, I think it's been constantly like living up to the hype. I mean, can you imagine being a kid ever since she's been nine years old and people saying, oh, that's the best kid I've ever seen. That's the best youth player in the world. So she's nine. You know, you don't think there's been times where, you know, she's had a game where she hasn't quote unquote lived up to the hype. Of course, a hundred times, you know, I mean, like, I just think if your goal is your goal has got to be bigger than that. You know, um, have you ever read the book mindset by Carol Dweck? Uh, I'm a, yes, a huge fan. Unbelievable book. Right. And the, the point is, you know, that growth or fixed mindset, somebody with a fixed mindset has a bad performance and they're like, Oh, am I not good? Like, Oh, maybe I'm not good enough. Somebody with a growth mindset is just like, Hey, what happened there? How can I learn from it? Let's keep moving. And that is 1000% how we approach life in the Moultrie household. You know, we never, ever, ever dwell on a bad performance. We evaluate, we, we learn, we fix and we move forward. Um, and in the case of, of, of how I look at it, I think that in terms of skill development and in terms of performance with, with your body, making your body as, as, as performance ready as possible, obviously so much goes into being great that is, you know, behind closed doors. And like you say, in the morning before anybody wakes up and at night after people have gone to sleep, that's part of a that relentless approach. But I think what people don't talk about enough is, is that is the confidence derived from that. Because when I stepped on the court, I felt like I deserved success. I felt like I could look across at the guy that I was playing against and know I had outworked him. I knew it. It wasn't a question. I wasn't guessing. I wasn't hoping. I knew it. So I felt like I deserved to kill that guy. I deserved to be the best guy. Every time I stepped out there, because I had earned that. And I know it's that way with Olivia. She earns it every day. And so is her body stronger and fitter because of the work she does? Sure. Is she more skilled because of the extra work she's done her whole life? Obviously. But what you can't account for is this unshakable confidence that you derive from the work that you put in. And the only way that you can truly have that elite level confidence is to feel like you, you can't outwork me. 
you can't do more than me, you know, and there's very few people in the world that can do that every single day. Very, very few. A lot of people can do it for a week or a month or even a season, man, to go through that process every day of your life. That's, that's, that's rare. I think. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear the full episode, you can of course head to the show notes and you'll find a link there. We'll see you again next week.